This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you're new to the show, I read articles from rock star real estate investors every single day. Because we know you don't always have time for long podcast episodes or audiobooks. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Five reasons to stop buying real estate right now and wait for better opportunities ahead. By Tamar Hermes. Many investors I know are currently following the advice of Warren Buffett to be fearful when others are greedy. Buffett himself is presently sitting on the sidelines with $128 billion. You may be thinking that he is a stock guy and does not own real estate. Actually, he owns quite a bit of it. While Buffett isn't counting doors, he is smart enough to hold a substantial amount of hard assets. Even if you don't love the Buffett, there are a substantial number of factors that every investor should be considering in this real estate climate. Properties currently seem to be selling like hotcakes for ridiculous prices. You may be making a ton of money right now if you are dialed into your niche and are a seasoned flipper. But if you are just getting started or getting the feeling that every property you touch will turn to gold, you may want to listen on and reconsider the facts. This party, just as all parties, will end. No one knows precisely when or how long it will take, but there are some changes coming ahead why you shouldn't buy. One, you don't grow wealth by following the herd. Remember real estate rule number one, buy low and sell high. The buyers in this real estate market seem to be in a frenzy. The low interest rates seem too good to be true. 
People are buying larger homes to create a work-from-home space as a result of COVID-19. Plus, everyone knows cash is protected more in an asset than sitting in the bank earning 0.002%. All of these are good incentives to buy. But the question remains, how much are you paying for your property? Do you have reserves if you lose your job or business slows down? Are you investing in a property that cash flows now, but won't if rents decrease when the market corrects by 10 to 20% in quarter one and quarter two, as many predict? Knowing that you are buying high at what many consider to be the market's peak presents a risk. When following the crowd, the ones at the end of the line never win the prize. Number two, foreclosures and evictions are on the horizon. The CDC is serious about slowing the pandemic, and current laws do not allow eviction or foreclosures until December 31st, 2020. Many landlords are struggling. They are not receiving rents, can't cover the bills, and are now going to banks and requesting forbearances to let them have more time to pay the mortgage. Calling a bank and requesting a deferral of payments is currently very easy, but the money is only an extended loan. As of May, CNBC reported that 4 million homeowners requested mortgage forbearance. While the banks currently are not charging interest for late fees, the unpaid mortgage payments add up every month. The bank will eventually foreclose on the homes when landlords cannot settle their bills on time. It's logical to think that some people will not get caught up with their mortgage payments, so they will need to sell properties. The number of forbearances could create a flood of inventory, which would mean more supply. Many predict that when the government ends the moratorium, the fallout will start. Part of what has been driving up the housing prices is the low inventory. As long as there are fewer homes available than people who want to buy, prices will remain high and sellers will have the upper hand in transactions with multiple offers. The question is, how high will prices continue to go? Number three, history indicates there will be a correction. Historically, a full real estate cycle lasts 18 years. It takes time for the market to slow and then rebound. We are around year 13, if you count from 2007. That said, something usually predicates the downturn. With COVID-19, inflated prices, high unemployment, and foreclosure predictions, the turn may be starting sooner than later. Money Instructor explains the reason for fluctuations in pricing. The housing market tends to cycle between shortage and surplus. Therefore, factors that impact supply and demand influence housing market changes. Factors that have a widespread effect include interest rates, economic conditions, and consumer confidence levels. In looking at all the variables, it is clear why the real estate market is still booming. With real estate, a great deal can present itself in any market. Given the circumstances, though, a good deal now may be a great deal in the next six to nine months. Number four, avoid shiny object syndrome regarding low interest rates. Interest rates are at an all-time low, and people don't want to miss out on borrowing money at a ridiculously low amount. But if rents start to fall with unemployment and evictions and real estate prices begin to drop, a cash-flowing asset may go into the negative. If you are banking on riding high forever without much in reserves, you could be left vulnerable with too thin a margin, even at a 3% interest rate. Some experts already see a weakening in the real estate market while the pandemic continues to impact the world. Number five, 
Unemployment is at an all-time high. With all the flurry to buy property, people forget that unemployment rose higher in the past three months than it did during the 2008 recession. Millions are out of work, and Yelp data indicates that 60% of businesses closed during the pandemic are not reopening. With that big of a hit on our economy, you need to figure that many people can no longer afford their homes. COVID-19 has threatened our security, and people may be pursuing home buying as a way to ground themselves. Still, it seems hard to believe that all of this home purchasing can sustain itself, given the unemployment numbers. For every purchase, you should be asking yourself whether you can still manage a loss if prices in the rental market drop and values go down even 10 to 15%. Looking forward, no one has a crystal ball and you need to do what works best for you. Just make sure you don't ignore the fact that we are living in unprecedented times. I can't help but think it would not hurt to take a deep breath and see what a little more patience will be worth in the long run. Telling a real estate investor to hold off on buying seems counterintuitive. Still, part of being a successful investor is the discipline to analyze historical patterns in the market and watch inventory. No seller's market lasts forever. And again, heed the words of Warren Buffett. The most important quality for an investor is temperament, not intellect. You need a temperament that neither drives great pleasure from being with the crowd or against the crowd. That's this Tuesday's show. What do you want to hear more of? Shoot us an email at podcast at biggerpockets.com to let us know. Thanks for spending time with us, and I'll be back tomorrow. No, really. If I'm not back tomorrow, something's seriously wrong.